0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Comment by John Robbie. Well, the world has changed so much in recent years. I mean, you get to 60 and you look back and change happens so slowly early on and then suddenly in the last couple of years it has gone mad and of course social media and technology has had a lot to do with it and it affects the way we view things and how we feel. I've spoken about this before I mean today we see what bombs being dropped on people, we see kids in boats dying as it happens, we see disasters right in front of us or in our living rooms or on our telephones and it can be very very upsetting but imagine if those things had been available during the, I don't know, the first world war, Twitter and Facebook, imagine tweets from the Somme as 50,000 soldiers were blown to pieces on day one. Can you imagine Facebook poked from the Battle of Waterloo as cannonballs took people's arms and legs and heads off or, I don't know, SMS messages coming from the Titanic as it went down. I mean, news, when you think about it, is it's largely not broken by news people anymore. News is actually broken by the people who are involved in it. And there's so much pressure also to balance the books in news organizations that I suppose in a way sensationalism and the unusual and often the silly is put above the benefits of long and hard investigative work. But, um, you know, there needs to be also, I think, a serious rethink on this matter. I mean, Thule Madanzella's last act, this future-proof investigation into state capture, if you think about it, that came about largely because of brilliant investigative journalism, good old investigative hard-work journalism. I mean, they raised the issues of state capture that led to Thule's report, in Candler and all the stuff there. The Gupta jet and the wedding. The cold deals with Eskom. The visit to uh, Saxon, uh, Saxon and the, also the, the links between very, very powerful people and, and state-owned enterprise contracts and lots and lots of money. Over the years, they came from investigative journalism. And they've changed South Africa, and they've changed it for the better, I believe. But those long-involved investigations take a lot of money, because, you see, the journalists involved cannot then just churn out the quick stuff, the quick day-to-day stuff. So I reckon the Public Protector's Report, along with everything else it has highlighted, has also highlighted the importance of good journalism as a check and a balance against excess.